This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today I am talking to KT Mary. She is a destination wedding photographer and is lucky enough to work beside her husband and business partner, Chad. Their goal is to use their skills and passions to leave the world a bit more beautiful than when they found it. Whether that's telling a story of a once in a lifetime wedding day or sharing images that shed light on issues of global importance, it's the work that they are honored to do. Something that I really love about this interview is that Katie tells us more about how she gives back to the community and why it is so important to her. She also gives us ideas on how we can give back as photographers. Let's dive into this interview with Katie. Hey, Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So before we dive into giving back, I of course have to ask the famous first question, how did you get into photography? Yeah. And that one really goes way back. I finished up high school. I'm a military brat, so I kind of moved around a bit, but I did high school in Northern Nevada and had always been into art, painting, drawing, you name it. And was lucky enough back then to have a real photography course in my high school, the dark room and the whole bit. And I took that class and my photography teacher kind of took an interest in me and asked me to join a VICA competition, which for those of you who don't know, back then it was Vocational Industrial Clubs of America. So everything from like auto mechanics to welding to photography. And I went to a competition in Las Vegas for photography with that and won at the state level, which meant I got to go to a national competition and I was runner up there, which all meant that I got two photography scholarships to two different photography schools of my choosing. And just like that, I was off on a path to become a photographer. Oh, wow. How exciting. I remember back when I was in high school, we also had a dark room and I can't imagine how much things have changed since then. I know it kind of makes me sad for our photography students these days that so many of them don't get to experience that side of it, you know, that it's all gone digital because it really, for me, that's kind of where the magic got planted in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can see that. So before I go into giving back, I also want to hear about where you are now and what you're doing with photography now? Yeah, absolutely. So I am for the last, well, let's back up to after photography school, I went into fashion, but this is, you know, a while back and weddings weren't quite what they are nowadays. And so I worked for fashion photographers as a photographer's assistant, as a digital tech, really a lot of those different jobs and did that for about five years before getting into weddings. And I've been in weddings over a decade now and really specialize in luxury destination weddings. And that is kind of the core component of our business and then have a, a couple fine art print shops and now do education for photographers as well. I love it. And the photos on your website are so dreamy. I cannot imagine getting to travel to all of those different locations. Yeah, it's absolutely the joy of the job is to be able to go to so many different places and also to be in the middle of these celebrations for so many different kinds of people and people of different cultures. And that's really what kind of drew me to this side of the industry in the first place. So tell me about Render Loyalty and how you came up with it and how you give back. 
Yeah, so that's a passion project for sure. And it, it definitely started that way. I think my first love has always been conservation and animals, even before art. And I always had this idea in my mind that someday, and I'm you know holding up my air quotes here, would be successful enough to be able to give back and save the planet and do all those things. And then, um, this is back in 2016, there was on the front of CNN, a picture of the last Northern white rhino named Sudan and in Africa, and he was being guarded by armed rangers and he was the last male of his species. So with him, kind of the hope for the species went down with him. And it was really then that I was just sitting there going, you know, the world isn't going to wait for me to, once again, quote unquote, become as successful where I could start doing something about it, that this was happening right here, right now, and that I needed to just kind of get over it and just start doing something right now. And kind of in a flash, the whole concept of render loyalty and really combining these passions came together. And ultimately, we ended up partnering with three conservancies all in East Africa and went and photographed the animals that they protect, that they serve, and created fine art print series that donate back to those conservancies and support the work that they do and have been doing for decades now. I love that. What has been your experience with visiting these conservancies and taking photos of these amazing animals? Yeah, that has been one of the most amazing things I've had the opportunity to experience. And to be honest, when we got into it and I worked together with my husband and business partner, Chad, so we kind of in this together and I kind of pitched this wild idea to them and then just started banging, you know, down the doors of these conservancies until they said, okay, fine, we'll do this. And so (laughs) then we were literally self-funding a trip to Africa and really just being brought into their world. And they were all a little different. One is an elephant orphanage in Kenya. So we literally trekked out at dawn every day with their rangers and they just take care of amazing elephant orphans and help raise them until they are old enough to kind of be released into the next sector of wild area where they're supported and eventually completely returned to the wild. And so each one was a little bit different, but by far absolutely incredible and life-changing. That's amazing. It seems like it's something out of a movie. <laughs> it really is. In Africa, we've been back many times now. It's such a magical place and where you really get to see wildlife just thriving in some sectors and how diverse it is. It's, there's, to me, nothing that is more beautiful than really being able to observe nature in all its glory. And Africa is certainly an amazing example of that. I think I need to go buy a plane ticket now. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as you're allowed to travel again, right? I would highly recommend it. Yeah, after, I'll wait until after the pandemic is over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would highly recommend it. I mean, it's certainly for anyone that has ever said, oh, I want to go on safari or anything like that. First, you know, and foremost, do your research. Make sure you're going to countries that are truly supporting conservation. Kenya is a great example of one. And then absolutely just make it happen because it is a bucket list trip for sure. Oh, wow. So I love hearing how you guys give back, but I know there are probably people listening and thinking, I'm already swamped or working hard to pay bills. I don't have time to do projects that give back right now. What would your response be to that? Yeah, and and I think this is one of the misconceptions. First and foremost, you don't need to drop what you're doing and get on a plane and go to Africa, but (laughs) you can start small, you can start local. Um, For example, my first kind of 
bout of giving back or combining these passions of animals and photography was just working. I worked as a dog walker at the Humane Society and we would volunteer and go spend a Saturday there just walking all the dogs. And then we said, hey, we'll photograph the dogs, you know, and do nice portraits of them. And of course, that helps give them content for their social and things like that. So of course, there's always things that you can do in terms of donating your services. And then also, if you're swamped, if you're busy, it may just be 50 bucks, it may be 25 bucks, but you can always donate your money to the causes. And and we all know that that is really a great way to support for a few years now. We have, you know, we live in a small apartment. We don't, you know, need a lot of things. We've told family, you know, please don't send us gifts for the holidays, but if you would like to support the shelter, you know, send us a little bit towards that. And I think one year we donated over a thousand dollars and that was one of the best gifts that we could have gotten for the holidays was to be able to walk in and hand the shelter a check. So there's lots of ways to get creative. And I know your listeners are all really creative people. So I have no doubt that they wouldn't be able to come up with a way to use their talents in a good way. Definitely. Have you seen any benefit to your business since you have started giving back? Yeah, absolutely. I think for a long time, I kind of was under the impression that these things should kind of be separate, that if you have these passion projects or or even things that you just really care about, that you should kind of keep those segregated from your business. And really, when I started to kind of combine things and just be more vocal about my passion for animals and conservation, it was amazing how many people kind of rose up from the woodwork and said, oh my gosh, I'm super passionate about that too. Or have you seen this thing? Or have you heard of this organization? And first off, it just kind of brought about a lot of connection, which was really amazing. And then absolutely, I found ways to utilize it in my business. Um, When we book a wedding through a planner, we adopt one of the elephant orphans from the elephant orphanage that we work with in their honor. And so many of them, rather than just sending them a candle that they're like, great, thanks. You know, it's been a meaningful way to kind of tie in our values of giving back into the business. And that really resonates with a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. So I have one last question for you. Obviously, photographing animals is a lot different than doing weddings or portrait sessions with families. (laughs) So what advice do you have for someone wanting to photograph animals? First, like anything else, just start doing it. I, of course, had zero experience photographing elephants, rhinos, tigers in the wild. (laughs) And um, I shoot mostly the entire series for Render Loyalty was shot on medium format black and white film. So you can imagine the clunk of a shutter when you're about six feet away from a (laughs) lion or something like that. It was definitely a giant experiment. But I think to me, that is kind of what our work is all about is always pushing yourself a little bit outside of that comfort zone and, and just seeing what works and doesn't. And I think most often we're pleasantly surprised by how great it works out or what we learn in the process. So definitely get out and just do it. And I think shooting for yourself, especially if you love animals, it's a great way to kind of renew that creativity and just get inspired, which we could all use a lot of that. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. I think one thing is photographers, we kind of stick to what we know, but it's Mm -hmm. when we push ourselves outside of that comfort zone that that's when we really start to grow. Absolutely. And then usually you find that it brings about a skill set that is helpful for the work that you are quite familiar with. Or if you find your creativity is a little stagnant, it's a great way to just refresh that and just renew that side. And I found that it's ironically a very big compliment to these kind of lavish destination weddings is having this wildlife work that I do as well. They both complement each other in a really unique way. And I love having that dynamic. Definitely. I have to ask, is there a favorite location that you've traveled to? 
East Africa is really high on the list. I would, like I said, go to Kenya any day of the week. So if you hand me a ticket, I'll be off to there tomorrow. <laughs> we have really enjoyed seeing, we went to Madagascar last year, which was really unique. That was always on my bucket list because of the unique wildlife there. So that was really, really amazing. And same thing with the Maldives, which is kind of right around the corner from there, just being able to see these really remote islands and unique wildlife. And not to mention the water there is just an insane color that pictures can't quite capture. So definitely some of those are some of the highlights. Oh, I love it. That is so fun that you get to travel and do what you love. If our listeners want to find you on social media, where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm at KT, which is just a K and a T, Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, across all handles. And then at Render Loyalty, if you're interested in our black and white wildlife work and learning more about the organizations that we support. And then we do have photographers education and our digital course for photographers that will launch this fall in September called The Abundance Plan. And that's at The Abundance Plan on Instagram as well. Perfect. Well, we will link all of those in the show notes so that you can find them easily. Amazing. But thank you again so much for joining us and talking about giving back. I think it's so important. So I'm really glad that we got to chat today. Absolutely. And I think it's important for everyone to always remember that really truly what you give back comes back to you sevenfold. So while you may be doing something great for someone else or an organization that's important to you, it, it really will not only make you feel good, which I think we could all always use a mood boost, but it really will help your business, your art and all that as well. Definitely. Thank you so much, KT. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.